0: Top of the morning, top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie, and as always, I am on the go. Today is Wednesday, and I want you to meet us out tonight at 7 o'clock, uh, Empowering the Blended Family. <coughs> We're going to be talking to the young people tonight. We're going to be dealing with the topic of greatness, the rules of engagement. What does it take? What does it take to be great? What does it take to be great? And what does greatness look like? Not from man's perspective, but from God's perspective. I believe that we all have something in common. If we have children, we want them to be the best that they can be. And I'm at a red light. And that's what I believe greatness. It starts at that point. I believe that it starts with a desire is what you want for somebody else I believe that uh, those who have a have a desire for other people to do well that's great I I believe that the greatness is there's a character trait in you that you want to see somebody else go and get to the next level Um, if your child is not an entertainer if they don't if they don't do some win the Pulitzer Prize uh, If they never win a Grammy, if they're not an award-winning actor or best supporting actor in a drama uh, series, if they don't run a multi-million dollar mogul company and all that kind of stuff, at the end of the day, we all want the best for our children. Uh, We want the best for our son, and we want the best for our daughter. Growing up, my mother was on purpose with how uh, she raised me, and she did some things intentionally just to ensure that the best of me came out Uh, let's get right into it today our text today is coming from matthew chapter 20 verse number 20 all the way through verses 28 this is a text i live on uh, and this is greatness defined by the gospel Uh, i believe that when jesus is talking that's the time that's the time to listen i believe that the things that are in red, uh, that's the time to listen. So this is the perspective of Christ and what he considers <coughs> what he considers greatness. The Bible says in Matthew chapter twenty, verse number twenty, that the son, the sons of Zebedee, mother, the mother who's connected to Zebedee, she desires something for her two sons. She says, "Listen, Jesus, hey." I want you to let one of my sons sit on the right hand and the other one on the left hand. I I see that you're out here, you're ministering, people getting healed. I want my sons to be connected to a strong man. That's a good desire. This this mother of the sons of Zebedee had a great desire. If you read Mark chapter 10, right at verse number 35, it gives you the names. Matthew doesn't give the names. It's uh, James and it's John. So she has a great desire for James and John, her two sons. Uh, She wants to make sure that they're connected to a person who is wise. Uh, Choosing Jesus is choosing wisdom. So she has the first thing uh, right. I want them to follow after you. I, I think one of the most important things we can do with our sons and with our daughters, and I am at a red light, one of the most important things we can do is allow somebody else to have a voice in their life. I, man, I wholeheartedly believe in that. If if your child is going to reach their fullest potential, then that there, there has to be someone outside of yourself that you respect enough, and you say, listen, I, I, I'm going to give them to you. I, I, I'm going to put them in your hands. I'm going to trust uh, my son and my daughter with you because I I believe there's something in you that can pull the best out of them. Now watch, watch what happens when she engages because there is none, uh, there's none greater than God. Uh, it, It don't get no greater than Jesus. And I'm in another real life. And so his perspective concerning her children is just this. He says, listen, he says, you don't know what you are asking for. You are asking for a hard thing. You, you, you're asking for something difficult. You, you want your sons to sit on the right or the left. He, he, he says, it's it's not even mine to give, but it's to whom it's been uh, prepared. But nevertheless, I, I'm going to allow it to be so. Now watch this. Immediately when Jesus says this, because the other disciples are around <coughs> Jesus, the Bible says that they were offended. Bible says that the other disciples, they were moved with indignation. They, they were heated because they're saying, you let these guys just just show up and at the request of their mother, you're just going to give them a spot? No deal. Jesus says this is where greatness comes from because he hears the mindset of his disciples and he says, oh, yeah. You think greatness is the position. You y'all think greatness is about who gets to sit next to the leader? This is what Jesus is saying. You think greatness is just being able to be associated with somebody who has accomplished things? Jesus says, "Let the greatest among you be the minister." If you're going to be great, you're going to have to serve your brother. Jesus says greatness in the kingdom is not determined by position. It's not determined by status. It's not determined by title, but it is determined by service. Uh, Who do you consider? The greatest in the kingdom. See, greatness is about who you prefer above yourself. Greatness is about who do you prefer and what can you prefer above yourself. And Jesus says you all need to be it has to be of your will. It, 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 it has to be of your will and it has to be intentional that you put yourself in positions and you seek out opportunity to serve people. My mother did something that was amazing growing up. My mother understood that I was gifted. My, my mother understood that I was, I was talented. My, my mother understood that there was an anointing on uh, my life. Uh, God gave her word concerning who I would be—a a man of God—and and, and preach the length and breadth of this country and travel and all this kind of stuff. And she she understood that. But watch this: with all that she understood, she, when when I was eight, nine, I, I had a great fervor and fire for God and filled the holy, all that kind of stuff. But she was so wise. I'm gonna make him a usher. No, you. you you're going to be an usher. I want you to stand. I want you to stand at the door, and I want you to greet people in. And I, I, I want you to be trained in how to engage with people. Y'all understand? If you ever been an usher or anything like that, you, you ever dealt in, in catering. You, you ever dealt with helps? Any ministry of helps or service? Uh, people can be sharp. People can deal with you all kinds uh, of ways. And like a waiter sometimes, people deal with the waiter in a way that's that's kind of disrespectful at times. Because you're taking my order. Uh, I can talk to you how I want to talk to you. I can deal with you how I want to deal with you. See, But when you serve people, when when you love people and, and, and you learn how to serve, it helps you to work through. And I'm in a red light. Serving helps you to work through pride it, it helps you to get over issues of uh, pride it, it helps you to work through uh, h- your own self portrait and how you see yourself uh, so as i'm standing here and i'm serving uh, i ask a person to sit on the on the third row and they sit on row number 8 see but that teaches me something i can't control people it it serving it it, it teaches me something that i'm not going to always get my way and as a child uh, my mother said I I want you to experience certain levels I'm not going to crush you I'm not going to crush your pride I'm not going to crush who you are but I want you to experience certain levels of disappointment every child has to understand that there's a word and it's called no (laughs) every child needs to be confronted when life tells you no when when, when life when life says you're not going to get the outcome that you desire today, but like that usher, you still got to stand there and be still and keep serving with a good attitude. Why? Because it's as unto the Lord. Jesus is teaching the disciples in Matthew chapter 20 that what, how you serve your brother, it's it's as unto the Lord. Greatness has nothing to do with the position because you can have the position and you can be connected to a person. But if you don't care, Jesus is teaching his disciples. He says, if you don't care about people, you, you, you're not serving purpose. If if you don't have a heart for those around you, he says he didn't just make it ambiguous. He, he, he didn't say that you get to choose. Oh God, Jesus didn't give his disciples a choice. Watch this. Uh, I'm going to let you serve where you want to serve. I'm going to let you choose who you serve. Jesus says, I want you to serve the people that know you. <laughs> uh, oh, and that's the challenge because uh, the people in our families, they know us. You're, you you, can't put on the hits with your brother. Let me talk real to you. you. You can't put on the hits with the people that you were raised around. Jesus says to his disciples, he says, whoever is the greatest among you, Let him be your minister. Watch this. And he says, I'm not going to let it be so among you. Those who are from other backgrounds, they 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 raise people for the platform. They 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 raise them uh, to have positions, but not character. Every every parent has the assignment to address and deal with your children in a way that they are prepared to engage with people, that they'll be good in other relationships outside of you. See, Jesus tells his disciples that it's not just good that you that you serve me. That's cool. That's cool. I love my son. I, I, I want him to have a great relationship with me, and, and, and I'm going to sow those seeds and spend time with him and all those good things. But if I don't train him, if I don't teach him that, the people in his family, the the people in his world, the people in, in your environment are important. See, sharing means something. Watch this. Jesus is teaching his disciples in order to be great. You gotta you gotta know how to share the attention. You and in 2018, uh, with social media and all that, the spotlight clearly it's important. Clearly, people, uh, the spotlight is uh, important. But it's very important that we. Talk to our children and encourage them, uh, serve somebody, help somebody, uh, assist somebody. Jesus says greatness in the kingdom is not determined by what you don't do. Greatness in the kingdom is determined by who you serve. He says, and it's not beyond me as well. Watch this. I'm not just telling you to serve, see this is what greatness looks like. see people who are great, they don't just tell you how to serve they don't just tell you what where you should be serving Mm-mm. that in how they live their life in how they engage with people you see that it's not about them. There are some people that I know when I look at their life, I understand it's clearly not about you you you're not getting anything out of this situation or this circle, but that service that's what greatness comes from Jesus says even as the son of man Matthew chapter 20 verse number 28 even as the son of man he came not to be ministered to but he came to minister and get and give his life as a ransom for many so he says I'm not just telling you that that you need uh, to serve I'm telling you that my only purpose on the earth is to be stretched and extended my greatness is going to be seen in how I die. My greatness is going to be seen in how I get over myself my My greatness is going to be seen in how I consider other people. Jesus is saying, whoever the greatest is among you, let him be your minister. That word in the Greek is interpreted deacon servant. See who wants to be a deacon in two thousand and eighteen with with all the with all the focus and emphasis on the fivefold Ministry, all that kind of stuff. Who wants to be who wants to be a deacon? Who wants to who says that Lord I'm I just want to be a servant in your house? See, that's what David said. He says, I had rather Psalms and nine, I had rather been a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tits of the wicked. Your greatness is seen in your ability to serve your brother. The Bible says, Know those that labor among you. And esteem them highly. 1 Thessalonians 5. 12. esteem them highly in love for their work sake. See, greatness in the kingdom. And if you take this principle in life, it'll help you to come to terms with where you are. See, there's some of us because we've not gotten the outcome that we've desired. Because we've not gotten the response that we desire. We feel as if life well, my life is not successful. I'm not reaching goals. See, the kingdom provides practical goals. And I'll say this, it's harder to serve people than it is to win a war. It is more difficult to work through the challenges of relationship than it is to write a book. It, it, It is more challenging to walk in temperance and patience and long-suffering and gentleness than to just say some stuff and just speak words. See, I love the word of God. Greatness is not defined by what people say is good. Greatness is defined by the gospel. Greatness is defined by the word of the Lord. Greatness is defined by the perspective of Christ. There is no, there's no person that has walked the earth that is greater than Than Jesus, but Jesus says, Is there any greater than John? See, greatness starts off like the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Her desire was to see her sons connected to a great source. See, even a person who has the the most potential in the world, they see somebody else as great. Great people admire other people. Great people serve of the people and they admire of the who's your point of reference in the earth. The Bible says in Psalms thirty-seven, thirty-seven. Mark, Mark, not imitate, use them as a point of reference. Mark, the perfect man, behold the upright for the end of that man is peace. Who's the person that you look up to? Who's the person that when you look at them, you say, I respect them. I, I honor them. N- not the person that you want something from. No. See, I've never wanted what was in a person's hand. I- I- I've always wanted what was in their heart. What, what, what wires you to do what you do? What, what keeps you going? See, she was concerned and she had an admiration for Jesus. She she admired him. And I-, I want my sons to be connected to you. I want my daughters to be connected to you. Let's do this. Lord Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you today, God. We got children. We got sons. We got daughters. We want the best for our children. We want the best for our sons. We want the best for our daughters. We pray, oh God, that you would give us the wisdom of the servant. We pray for the wisdom of the servant. The the wisdom to serve people. We pray that you would give us the wisdom Of how to serve people. We pray that you would give us the wisdom. Of how to serve people. We pray that you would give us the wisdom. Of how to engage with people. We pray God. You gave your disciples. The servants wisdom. That they would be wise. Matthew 10, 16. That they will be wise as serpents. But harmless as doves. Give us the heart of servants today. Let our greatest desire be to hold the door open for somebody else. Let our greatest desire be to see somebody else get to the next level, to serve the purpose and the agenda. As we go to work, God, that we will walk in purpose, that we would serve the environments, that we would serve the environments that we've been called in, that we would serve the communities that we've been called in, that we would embrace and we would accept the people around us, that we would not be moved with indignation, God, that there would be no competition. God, that there would be no competition, that we would compliment and that we would not compete. That we would embrace and build people up. Give us your mindset today. Lord, we don't think like you think. This cannot be naturally rare. It, it's spiritually discerned. God, we, we need your mindset. We ask for wisdom today. We ask for the wisdom to get beyond ourselves. We ask for wisdom to see outside of ourselves. We ask for wisdom that we can consider things beyond ourselves. And we thank you today. And we confess, Lord, we don't know what we're doing today. We don't know which way to go. We don't know how to feel. God, but we need you to help us. Help our children. Help our families. Help our loved ones today. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you. This is Pastor Richie. I want you to say this with me. And this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. Meet us out tonight, 7 o'clock, 7714 Grand River. We will be empowering the blended family. We want to talk to your children about where greatness comes from. As they go back uh, to school, we want to sow some seeds in their uh, life. No matter what you do today, I want you to say it with me. No matter what you do today, I want you to keep it kind. God bless you. We will talk again later.